My Patriot Supply is our uh, our sponsor this half hour, and I just want to thank them for all of the years that we have worked together. This inflation is not transitory. I've been telling you about My Patriot Supply for a long time because I have believed we were headed for um, some really bad times. I thought they were going to hit in 2008, but this time it's real. Um, it, please, please consider having some sort of food as a warehouse you are going to see in the next half hour i'm going to show you how um how things are going to start being here in america because of this the climate bill in six months eight months you're not going to recognize the country at all um please do do what you can do and go to preparewithglenn.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit for $50 off the regular price. Do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. It's so important. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, America, and uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program from Studio 8H in the Mercury Studios, Dallas, Texas. It is uh, a pleasure to be here and share some thoughts with you today, and boy, I've got a bucket full of them. We begin with the $740 billion climate and healthcare reconciliation package. We begin there in 60 seconds, stand by. You know, we all have children and I have to tell you, we must abolish the Department of Ed. We must abolish the Department of Ed. That, that has to be said every single day until our politicians get it and until our politicians, particularly uh, from the right, go in and know that's a top priority. I'm gonna give you some information today on what's happening in Florida and what they're actually saying about Ron DeSantis' uh, new uh, patriotic civics class. It's outrageous. Anyway, one way you can take care of your kids and make sure that they know the truth is by getting the Tuttle Twins book. They have a new book out. It is called America's History. It is really, really good, very clear. It's not about memorizing dates or anything like that. It is the story of America from 1215 to 1776. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Take advantage of it now. Get a free sample chapter. Also, uh, you can uh, see everything that's in the offer, including the audiobook version, at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Well, Stu, nice to be here. You are back. Good to see you. Glenn Beck, back in Texas. Yes, good to see you. Good to see you as well. Yeah, thank you. I flew in on uh, Saturday so I could be here for the uh, the CPAC. 
uh, uh, speech. How'd it go? Uh, it went really well. I saw the president and... Uh, uh, he Biden is, was there. Wow, that's amazing. No, I saw the real president, oh, okay. uh, Donald Trump. He was <laughs> he was on fire, um, and I I think he well he's clearly running, but I think he really gets it. Um, but he also is still really pissed, really pissed mm. about the last election um, that was not on his teleprompter. Um, but he, he did <laughs> no? mention it a couple of times. Really? Yeah. And I kind of go back and forth because I can see how personal it is to him. And that bothers me. But then again, it kind of makes me happy because I know he'll make cleaning out that hornet's nest top priority. Mm. And that has to be done. Uh, because look at what's happening now. We, If we don't collapse the size of this government soon, it will become an oppressor. Yesterday, or over the weekend, the Senate passed the $740 billion climate and health care reconciliation package. Now, just remember, $700 billion was the size of the TARP Obama. The first Obama Obama stimulus stimulus package. And we all had a cow that it was $700 billion. We thought that was outrageous. This is 740 billion just on climate and quote healthcare. But is it? Let me give you some uh, let me give you some information on this. It passed the bill includes 370 billion dollars in green energy subsidies. Now, do you remember how well the green energy subsidies happened last time when Obama was in? Aren't we just making money hand over fist with all of those great investments that we made under Obama? I'm a billionaire because of my investment in Solyndra. Right. Really? Yeah. Are you? Because it's just it worked out so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it because of inflation? Because I yeah. think that went out. <laughs> yeah. I think that went out of business. Oh. Um, <clears throat> now, here is the key to this bill. $80 billion. Now, remember, 370. This is the biggest thing ever. This is this has got to be done because we're all going to die in a fiery flood. Three hundred and seventy billion and eighty billion is for the IRS. Now, I want you to listen to what they say, and you'll read it over and over and over again. It's the Internal Revenue Service for enforcement. Now, enforcement. Do we have that many greedy billionaires that just aren't paying their taxes? I'd like to know. Do we have that many billionaires that don't have enough money for really good attorneys to read the law that you're going to need 87,000 new IRS agents? That doesn't seem to compute at all, does it? Now, by the way, they're saying that it's going to reduce inflation. It's not going to reduce inflation. If it does, and this is the honest to God truth, it may reduce inflation. Why? Because it's going to hurt you so badly that you won't be able to buy things. Remember, too much money chasing too few goods. So if you can't make the goods... You've got to reduce the money chasing it. 
That means they've got to slow you down at the store. And that is exactly what this bill will do. But because the government is going to be spending so much more money, I don't think it's going to reduce inflation at all. In fact, I think it's going to make inflation worse. But your your life is going to become much more tough. Now, I want to give you some perspective on this. First of all, the American people just see how out of touch the American people, uh, 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 the uh, Washington is compared to the American people. Just 12 percent of the new um, economist YouGov poll, 12 percent of people think that this will actually reduce inflation. The other hand, three times as many, 36 percent, believe it will actually increase inflation. Twenty three percent say they don't think the bill will move inflation either way. And only twenty nine percent say they're unsure. Now, this bill is climate and inflation reduction. You don't believe that it's actually going to reduce inflation. They didn't ask if you think it would actually help the green movement and protect the earth. But they did ask this. Do you do you believe it will lower inflation? Average respondent? No. 51%. No. But do you support the bill? 31% said they strongly oppose or somewhat oppose the bill. The rest agreed with it. So who's confused here? You don't believe in it, but you support it. Now, I'm not talking about you personally, but I'm talking about the American people. How is that possible? That is because we still believe that our government, somehow or another, there's still enough people believe that our government or your personal guy in Congress or in the Senate is doing the right thing. I don't know how this is working. Well, I do. They didn't ask another question in that poll. Do you actually know what's in it? I can guarantee you most people don't know what's in it. But let me give you a couple of things. And let's start with a big one. The Inflation Reduction Act uh, will give the IRS $80 billion in additional funding. So you know that's a 600% increase of their budget. 600%. They will hire as many as 87,000 additional employees for enforcement. The increase would more than double the size of the IRS workforce, which currently has... 78,661 full-time staffers. So they have 78,000. They're adding an additional 87,000. To give you some perspective, the Pentagon. You know how many people work at the Pentagon? You know, a huge building that goes on and on and on. Pentagon, world's largest military. The Pentagon houses 27,000 employees. 27,000. 
We're talking over 160,000 IRS agents. The State Department employs 77,243. The FBI has 35,000 people. The Customs and Border Patrol employs 19,536 Border Patrol agents. This will make the IRS bigger than all of those agencies combined. Now are you for this act? It's a little too late, but are you now for this act? This is going to be staggering. And here's where it really will impact you. In the bill, in fact, I want to page uh, page 529 of the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, it will pay, pay farmers to not farm. They want, uh, they want to uh, restore the soil. So the measures will include plowing your soil less, implementing climate-friendly crop rotation techniques, and planting cover crops that do not yield any food. There's $20 billion available September 30th now to diminish the climate uh, impact from farms. They are going to start paying farmers not to farm, and then you'll be fine. Um, they're also going to now, I would like to say encourage you, but what they're going to do to the farmers is tell them exactly how they can farm. They're going to tell them now, just like they are over in Europe, where the farmers are going out of business and on the streets protesting. They are now going to tell them that they have to uh, adopt more climate-friendly provisions. Uh, they are going to regulate what you can feed your cow. Uh, they're going to, um, they're going to uh, also tell you what you can grow how you grow it, what you can use as fertilizer. And the fertilizer that we're all used to, you know, the one that grows one third more than the old fertilizer, you're not going to be able to use that. Now, we're entering a global food crisis. Farmers all around the world are going in on this nonsense. It's not working all around the world, and we've just implemented it, and we're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to make sure you comply. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with the taxes. Oh, yeah, it does, because you will be getting subsidies. Oh, yes, it does, because you'll have an ESG score if you're a farmer. This is going to devastate our farms. Have you ever noticed that whenever communists take over, the first thing they do is kill usually everybody who disagrees with them. They take out anybody who is ever successful at something. Look at the difference between GM and Elon Musk. Look at the difference between what he's building and what all these other guys have been building. The guy's building a spaceship to Mars. 
The guy has transformed the automobile, and yet he's on the outs. They're coming after him. I can guarantee you some of those 87,000 IRS agents are just going to work on Elon Musk and his companies. So they first come after anybody who is a capitalist, anybody who disagrees with them. Anyone can do anything. They get rid of them if they can't co-op them. Then they go after the farmers. And then when there's a problem with the farmers, they then kill the farmers or take their land away and say, you're not doing it right. Well, because farmers have farmed for generations, they know the things that they have to do. It's not like farmers don't know to rest their land or to or to change their crops. Of course, they know that they're farmers. Now we have eggheads coming in and it happens every time communists take control. That's why people end up eating the zoo animals and then their dogs. This is really very dangerous. Oh, by the way, <laughs> um, in Europe, they're already to the next phase. The first phase was saying <clears throat> the climate has to be controlled and we have to control it through the farmers. The farmers then start to collapse. The farmers then start to take to the streets and say, this is insanity. Well, the next phase is because no one knows where their food comes from or how to grow it. The next phase is already happening. The anti-farm sentiment is growing now in Europe. You watch. The farmers are going to get a really bad name. And the farmers are going to be blamed for the food shortages. You watch. I guarantee it. It's already happening in Europe. So now people are taking to the streets and saying it's these farmers that are at fault. This story repeats itself over and over again until human beings learn the lesson. The question is, America, will we learn the lesson this time? It's amazing because on some of these things, we're behind we have the results from Europe, and we're still doing it. This time it'll be different. Trying to navigate the housing market these days a little bit like trying to walk through a minefield blindfolded. If you're trying to buy or sell a home or both, you probably uh, are afraid of hearing that little click right before going up into that big mortgage consultant firm in the sky. Here it is. Here's the good news. You don't need to abandon your plans. What you need is someone competent, knowledgeable, and professional to help you with the difficult decisions and the organization required. That means what you need to do is contact Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is my company, and it'll pair you with the top-selling real estate agents in your area uh, and the area that you might be moving to, whether you're moving across the street or across the country. The agents we work with, the agent you will work with, will only get to get started off on the right foot. They listen to you, and they'll see the entire process through to the end. Don't take my word for it. Please do your own homework and talk to them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Just tell us where you're moving to or from. You're selling. What, are you, what is it you want to do? We will send you the right real estate agent for you in your area, and please interview them. Find out yourself. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. 
I find this really interesting. The days of ultra low interest rates, low inflation and supersized stock market returns are over, according to BlackRock. BlackRock is now saying that investors are going to have to expect lower returns on their investment for the next 10 years. Now, gee, why do you suppose that is? Well, they say that the uh, um, coronavirus pandemic, quote, pushed the global economy into a new regime. That's their exact words. Stu, have you ever heard, I mean, we've talked about the economy for a long time and what's going on. I'm sure. not an economist. I don't live that world, but I'm probably more read up on it than the average bear. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen anyone use the word regime when it comes to capitalism? <laughs> not usually, no. No, I haven't. Investors can now expect a decade of higher inflation, lower returns, um, and many analysts are calling it a regime change. In the financial markets. Hmm. That's weird. Uh, Okay. So let me go back. Let me go back to a couple of other things here. They've passed this stimulus package, but the New York Times is now urging. I'm sorry. The L.A. Times is now urging Biden to use his executive powers anyway and declare a national emergency. They say it's the only way to curb carbon emissions. Editors pondered whether Inflation Reduction Act, which just passed uh, the Senate and Vice President uh, Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote, would appease Biden's appetite for a green energy agenda and determine further more heavy-handed executive regulations. With Congress action looking now more likely, will Biden's promise to confront the climate crisis with presidential proclamations, executive orders, and regulatory power go unfulfilled? The threat is now so dire that we need Biden to deliver on his pledge. That means using every executive and administrative power legally available to him to protect Americans from climate-fueled disasters, boost renewable energy, and continue to shift away from fossil fuels. Declaring a national emergency, says the LA Times, will unlock additional tools and resources so he can enforce it. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So there we are, sitting on the couch, staring down at our wallets in our hands. And the thing inside of it, the enemy, the friend, the little piece of plastic that you never knew was going to have such a dire impact on your life and the lives of your family. You've got the crushing burden now of credit card debt on your shoulders And you're facing the prospect of interest rates going higher and higher and higher, and you'll barely touch the balance as the years pile on. Anxiety? Yeah. Here's what I want you to do to reduce it. Take 10 minutes out of your day right now and call American Financing. Because they're honest. Because they work for you instead of the bank. Because they're best in the business when it comes to home lenders. And when you call, they'll give you a free mortgage review and tell you what you can do to help that situation with those plastic little demons sitting in your credit card. Could make a big difference in your life. Please take 10 minutes, do it today. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Want to spend some more time talking to you about the $740 billion climate and healthcare reconciliation package. We welcome to the program Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. So excited yeah. uh, about how this is going to help us. Um, yeah. It's going to help yeah. us so much. Well, it's going to help us with the... Um, well, it's going to lower the cost of prescription drugs, which are wildly out of control with inflation. I mean, the inflation alone mm-hmm. on prescription drugs, you know, the price of drugs has gone crazy. Hmm. Yeah, actually, no, it's the one thing really that hasn't gone crazy. In fact, all mm. items uh, in, since 2017, mm. all items inflation about up about 20 percent. Uh, you see even higher numbers in transportation and, you know, uh, food and mm. beverage, fuel okay. and utilities, right. um, hospital and related services. Uh-huh. Prescription drugs is flat. It's the huh. one, it's the one so thing pres- measured in this in this particular chart that has wow. not gone up. So prescription drugs have not gone. That's now, weird. Of course, there are, ex, you know, exceptions, specific examples sure. of drugs that will get all the press. Sure. But when you look at the entire industry as a whole, it actually has shown no inflation okay. since. So that is probably I mean, if we had to rank things, probably the one with no inflation, but the least be, the least high priority, the least highest priority. OK, think. then they want to they want to vote. They voted to lower the cost of uh, health insurance, which I thought we took care of with Obamacare. Oh, we took care Remember? of it. Oh, yeah, we took care of it already. Right. Yeah, we oh, shot it in the yeah. head. Yeah. 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 Um, so since 2010, mm-hmm. we see a bit of inflation, of course, a 26 percent inflation overall. OK, um, now family premiums uh-huh. up a little more than that. Really? A 54%. Only 54%. Yeah. And, but then of course you also have to factor in deductibles. Oh, okay. deductibles up 162%. Okay. Since the mm. Obamacare thing. But you through. still have your doctor if you want your doctor. And like not, your doctor. not usually. <laughs> huh? Uh, now listen to this. This is what this is going to entail. The inflation reduction act is, um, going to lower the cost of prescription drugs, health insurance, and energy prices. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. Plus the 87,000 new IRS employees, which again is is by far more than what's at the Pentagon. That's the Pentagon, the State Department, uh, the FBI, and the Border Patrol combined. The IRS will be bigger than all of those combined. What do you think they're buying bullets for? What do you think this is really all about? By the way, um, now there's this big thing in Europe to cam- a campaign to boycott energy bills. And they're now trying to tell people, you know, a, a group, I'm sure there's no Marxism or anarchist involved in this at all, saying you just don't pay your energy bill. It's too high. It's too high. Just don't pay it. Well, what do you think that's going to do? That's going, that is bottom up, top down. That is such chaos that the companies will say, what do we do? And the government will come down and either take control of those companies or they will make sure that you pay, if it's after an election, you pay your bill. One way or another, I think they're going to do both. It is really a bad thing. Oh, but L.A. has a has an idea. The L.A. City Council is going to vote on Friday whether or not, because Unite Here Local 11, a progressive union, 
37, uh, sorry, 32,000 hospitality workers in Southern California and Arizona gathered over 120,000 signatures for an ordinance that would require all hotels luxury to family owned to house the city's growing homeless population. Every day, they would have to report to some sort of central committee how many rooms they have. And anyone who comes in and says, I'm homeless, you have to put them into the hotel for the night. Oh, and there'll be enforcement on that, by the way, too. I wonder who would enforce that. I mean, gee. Um, You can't do that. I don't know if you know that. A, that's private property. You You can't just do that. Um, the second thing is, um, who wants to go stay at one of those hotels? I don't care how nice of a hotel is. If I have vagrants that might be in the room next to me, I don't know who those people are. You don't know who the people are. Well, you are a bigot. You don't know who the people. No, I know the people generally staying at the hotel I'm staying at can't afford it, which kind of cuts some of the drug addicts and heroin users out of staying there, which I'd like to my kids to avoid. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Otherwise, why not just pitch a tent underneath a bridge? There's some prejudice against heroin users? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Bridges? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Both? Yeah, both of them. Both of them. Heroin users under bridges? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I can't take Eric Adams and what he said. Pat, your head's going to explode. After a second bus, a second bus, two buses now, two, two buses of and, you know, they seat almost 40 people, Um, two buses after the second bus of immigrants arrived in New York City. uh, He said, this is horrific. (laughs) This is horrific. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. This uh, is Greg Abbott's greatest dream. I remember when he really when he came up with this idea. One of his you know, best moves it was, ever. Yeah, it was a it fun idea. You know, yeah. I, I thought it had some good symbolism to it. It was a, a satisfying idea. I it's been more have, satisfying than I ever dreamed. He couldn't have possibly imagined that all of these big city mayors would play exactly into what he wanted and right. complain yep. about it like yep. this. Yeah, eighty people. 80 people are bust in. <laughs> 80. We've got million, a yeah. million plus sitting right. in Texas. Oh, They've got easy. 80 and they're like, this is horrific. We're going to collapse because of this. Washington, D.C. has a $31 million budget for homeless people. They took in a few thousand and they're like, Wait, this is going to break us as a city. These border towns have like 80 people in them and they're taking in thousands a day and no one cares. No one yeah. cares. And you can, and, and these are the people that said they would take care. It's all fun and immigrants. games until the illegals really start showing yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. And then and then they don't know what to do with them. In D.C. Well, is an them. even better. Love, love, love them. them. Yeah, love they're them. loving them. Love aren't them. They? Yeah. In D.C. and New yeah. York. Oh, Embrace they love them. them. Love them. <laughs> Just give them jobs. Yeah. Create homes yeah. for them. Right. You know, do those things. Get them food. Right. Uh, accommodate their language. Accommodate right. all of the things that you're now going to have to pay for. What yep. is the problem? Love them. <laughs> Jesus would love them. <laughs> oh. uh, I have Ron DeSantis on this week on Thursday mm. for the podcast. And that should be I think he's the only governor out there that is running in the right direction at the right speed. I think 
I think Florida is one of the only ones that may survive. I mean, everybody else, even mm-hmm. even Texas, which is pretty good, is not nearly moving fast enough. It doesn't feel like we're on the same trajectory as Florida right now. It seems like they're protecting their freedoms a lot more passionately than than we are in Texas. Yeah. I mean, there's That's, no doubt that Governor Abbott has made some missteps over the last couple of years. And but he doesn't suck though. No, he doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. No. He, the but problem people is people are pissed at him because they expect Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Nothing we, better for, yes. for Governor Abbott than to be running against potential Governor Beto O'Rourke though. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I know. <laughs> if you want to clear Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, seriously, yeah. I think Abbott would be a great governor really in any other state but texas Mm -hmm. is like wait a minute what what wait we don't like to be outdone yeah we don't Mm -hmm. like to be outdone right and 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 if he were in any other state we would count him as one of the best uh uh, governors in the country and he is but if you live in texas it doesn't feel that way and texans you better wake up because you really do want to go out and vote otherwise you get beto Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting with with DeSantis in particular from a political standpoint. He is he's always in the middle of the right issues with taking, the right thing, right, the right stand. And usually, you know, like I, I usually mm. like at the right level too. He doesn't he's not just saying, you know, you, you might like it might be satisfying to conservative talk radio listeners if if you come out and you attack all these issues and you do all these things that are really really hardcore, but he has a way of balancing you know, talking to his base by doing things that are, you know, legal, that are sensible, uh, that, that are going through the House and the Senate, that are going through the House and the Senate, He's passing laws. Yeah. He's not just doing an executive fiat. It's not just big symbolic gestures. I think it's it's been a pretty interesting approach. I remember when, when he kind of emerged as one of the top candidates as potential presidential nominee in 2024. It was early. It was like early. It was, you know, early pandemic. He was one of the first governors to sort of open things up and at least got a lot of attention for it. Even though other governors, I mean, like, you know, Christy Nome has pointed out she never closed down. Right. Right. But like he's been able to maintain that and continue building on it where all a bunch of other governors from that era mm-hmm. were, were sort of the darlings of conservatives for a mm-hmm. while and faded. He's because, been able to stay right there. Right. Because he continues. That's why I mean, he's on the right track at the right speed. Mm. He's taking all of it on. You know, it's like I I really appreciate the states that are taking on ESG, but many of them are taking on just the E. Well, that leaves the the people of your state at Mm -hmm. risk. It's the S and the G as well that are problems. And uh, DeSantis is doing these things at the top of the hour. I'm going to tell you what he did. Uh, Vanity Fair just came out with a hysterical article about how authoritarian uh, Rick DeSantis is. Or, He's, God, can you imagine how bad Ron, Ron must DeSantis. be? Uh, if Rick is Sorry. bad, imagine how bad Ron will be. You will never get that name right. I'll never. Uh, okay, it's so, not like you're like President Ronald Trump. You know, I know, just DeSantis. I know, just DeSantis. Yeah. Just DeSantis. Okay, so anyway, um, this is hysterical. He just put in a civics uh, requirements. Mm. And wait until you hear the way Vanity Fair is talking about it. I mean, 1619 Project will come to mind several times, uh, but it, 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 it's, it's crazy because they are defending incorrect history. Their, their defense is Thomas Jefferson was raping his slaves. 
I hear that one more time. Oh, geez. That's not true. It, it was no. not true. In fact, dig up that information we had on Thomas Jefferson a couple of weeks ago, just oh, so yeah. we can just so we can remind people at the top of the hour. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I felt something oh, probably, probably about eight months ago. I felt the seasons change. And that was spiritual advice to me almost 15 years ago. And somebody said to me, Glenn, I said, when, when, when am I going to know? And they said, watch the trees. When the seasons change, you will know. Um, and I, I didn't know if I would know that. And I had a real feeling about eight months ago, seasons are changing. And we're in it deeper now and getting closer to real problems. This summer, within the last eight or nine weeks, I felt them change again. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think that is this climate bill. I think this is the beginning of an entirely new kind of America. Uh, And when it is all implemented, look out. The only other thing that I think they could do to make things, to really polish us off, is emergency orders. And if he goes for emergency orders uh, and declares a national emergency with the weather, we're going to be we're going to be cooked. But I was at CPAC and I saw some of the candidates that are coming up. And if we can get these candidates in, they're serious. They're serious candidates. I don't know about the ones in, around you, but the nation has a few people that are willing to go to Washington, lives, fortunes and sacred honor. And save the republic and save the constitution. What are you saving it from? People who are trying to destroy the constitution. Read it. Back in just a second. Thank you. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. When most of your time is spent in pain, the thing that you're constantly looking for, pure and simple, is hope. And it begins to be very difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're down. But there is one. There is hope. I know because I've been there. I've suffered probably a much more minor version of what you're suffering right now. And it took learning about and trying relief factor for me to get my life, my life back. I never thought it would work. And that's the story that I hear time and time again as I read you the testimonials, the letters that come in to me. Three-week quick start developed for you only $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. And this is made just for the people like me and like you that are like, I don't, it's not going to work. Don't marry it. Just try it for three weeks. Take it as directed for three weeks. If it's not working for you, stop taking it because it most likely won't. However, if you see any kind of change, keep taking it. 70% of the people find relief. Relieffactor.com, 800-4-RELIEF, 800, the number 4-RELIEF, 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com, 800, the number 4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com, feel the difference. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Yes, sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, James Lindsay, we have to get, see if we can get him on today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, he's been, um, 
he's been permanently banned now from Twitter. He can reclaim his life. Yes. Yes, I, I will can. say, if I got permanently banned from Twitter, I know I would be frustrated about it, but then yeah. I think I'd wind up appreciating it later in yeah. life. I, I don't know if we're going to have time to Hellscape. get to the, the Hunter Biden scandal today, but oh. uh, Potato Head over at CNN said, it's not just a right-wing media story, apparently. There's something to it. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. Now, I'm wondering if he's going to be banned, because... Uh, even though the New York Times Friday came out and said ESG is happening, the banks are implementing it, it's really good for climate, and evil people are trying, like Glenn Beck, are trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. I thought we couldn't talk about it because people like the New York Times said it was a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I thought Hunter Biden's scandal was a conspiracy theory, and now they're just openly discussing it and saying, you know, it's really, it's really, it's really not. I mean, how do we know when we can, when we're going to be banned, when we're not going to be banned? I guess we asked James Lindsay when we talked to him. This is the Glenn Beck Program.